Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, yes. Welcome to the Boss Man Show. This is your Saturday showcase here on the Boss Man Radio Network. It's Jared the Boss Man. Today I'll be joined by D. E. Alexander on Instagram. I know it's the E. Alexander. I'm sure you have the A right here in our own backyard. And we'll be joined by K. The Body doing big things out there. Got a K. The Body movement out there trying to get you all fit and help you get fit. For the summertime. First, we'll start with Eve. Eve, what's good with you? How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. I just finished watching this game. Very disappointed, but I'm here. <laughs> so, so you a Bulls fan, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm from Chicago, born and raised. You know, I got to stick with my team. Win, lose, or draw. I hear that. So, were you hoping that the Bulls play the Hawks and the you can see the Hawks and the Bulls play right here in the ATL. I was wishing for well, at least they win three. You know, at least fight for it. At least um, it would have been nice, you know, to see them play the Hawks. But you know, as long as they got to the second round and they didn't lose all the way, I was happy with that. Well, this probably was Tom Thibodeau's last game as the Chicago Bulls head coach. You want him to be gone, seeing though he's reason Derrick Rose got hurt in the first place? Uh, no, because you can't really blame it on him. Um, I guess it's pretty much really a team effort. So, you know, you just got to build your team and build your star players enough where they don't need y'all main guy to be able to operate on the team better. And I felt like that, that didn't happen until he was really out on that last injury. So, but, I mean – He's a good coach. I don't take anything from it. It's just a player. They just got to play smart. They just got to play to win. I think they just got to look comfortable. I hear that. A lady who knows her sports teams. I like it. So, y'all, so I guess you're a Bears fan, too. Is that um, I don't watch I don't watch football as much as basketball, so I really don't have a favorite football team or a baseball team or anything of that nature. I'm just Strictly basketball. I just like basketball. I mean, I watch other sports, but I don't have any, you know, other favorite teams I like go for. I can pick off of. Now, can you play ball? I played basketball when I was in high school, my senior year, and I ran track my senior year. So that's about it. What sport do you enjoy the, best? The tra- 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 huh? I have the love for basketball. Me playing it is not my it's not my go to type of thing. Okay, so I, I see now your sport is being cute and being a model. That, that that's your current sport now. I see, you know, and uh, you do a good job at it. So, what got you in, into the industry? You know, modeling, on do TV, on do film. You know, I see that you do your thing. 
clubs here in the lounges. So uh, what got you in, into the field? Um, I've been prom- I started off at doing promotion for 18 and up clubs uh, right out of high school. And then it kind of went from there. Um, I got a lot of people stating that I should be a model. I should model. I had the face and the body for it. So I kind of, you know, never really paid attention to it. You know, never really took anything from it. And then I, after, like, my first photo shoot was with a well-known photographer named Steve Clark. Um, did my first photo shoot with him, and then it pretty much took off after that. I mean, I don't do it as much as I should. Um because I take modeling as like an escape goat, and I take it as a hobby. I don't take it as something like I'm going to quit my day job for and make it a career. Um, but when I do do it, I go hard with it. And I, you know what I mean? I, and when I do go for things, I get, you know, big gigs and things like that. Recently I just did a queen version Remy hair shoot for them. Uh, you know, so I don't do things all the time, but I do – you know, do small things here and there. You know what I mean? Big things here and there. Queen Virgin Remy. Queen Virgin. <laughs> the little commercials be on, like, the little old-school hip-hop station. It's Streets now for five years. Queen Virgin Remy. But, but you know what? They're one of the no big They're one of the biggest well-known hair companies. Like, you no matter where you go. And they mm-hmm. Now, this is for the ATLians. You all know another commercial that's stuck in my head. 1 800 mm-hmm. called Hurt 911 and 411 pain commercials. Y'all be like, yeah. they be stuck in my head. I be like, Lord. 1 800 I'm like, go, Lord. It's stuck in my head. So I feel, I feel you on that. But at least it's catchy, though. He caught my attention. You know what I'm saying? So I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They doing something right because it caught my attention. I know some of the words to your commercial, you know. So they doing a good job. Right. Well, they doing. So that's good. Uh, so we're into the middle of spring, heading to summer. What are some projects you got coming up? That you want to share with the people? That you want to kind of break here on the show because you are on Saturday showcase with, with the boss man. So you need to break break them off. Let them know what to do. <laughs> Um, right now I don't have as much planned as I want to. Um, just because I am refocusing and re revamping my brand, you know what I mean, and myself. So, you know, I get things here and there, but right now I'm kinda like trying to figure out what you know, what Eve wants to do, what do I want to be labeled as and you know what I mean, when someone says my name, what do I what do I want people to think, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. Other than my regular spots that I'm at, um, I work at Crave. I work at a nightclub called Crave, Crave Nightclub. That's over there, Crescent Avenue. I'm all work there. So I'm always there. So if anybody, you know, that listens to the show wants to come see me, I'm always going to be there on the weekends, Friday and Saturdays. Um but I mean I really don't have much. I'm really pretty much just doing photo shoots um here and there, you know what I mean, just to like I said, revamp my profile, just revamp myself, just to have different images and just different looks and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm always looking to better myself and 
you know, figure out a new way to be on top of things, you know, because if you're not on top of it here in Atlanta, you two seconds later you will fall behind um, really quick. So you got to definitely stay on top of it here. So I'm just trying to keep up with the Joneses pretty much and stay on top of it. Yes, indeed. It's a ever-changing environment here in the ATL, as you as you just well noted. And just, I'm curious, uh, what triggered the revamping, the one to rebrand and kind of, well, not not so much rebrand, but kind of tweak the brand, tweak. I mean, what kind of what triggered you to say, look, I, I got to tweak though. I got I got to see what's best for Eve. So, what kind of triggered that? Somebody kind of pushed you to that point. You was like, nah, it's time to do something different. Um, you know what? It was actually um just seeing like I I I'm represented by uh by somebody named uh, Romeo um ATL um international. Um he's a pretty much well known DJ. Um but he he helped uh manage me as far as like my career and you know, different things that I do and you know, to say, uh uh-uh, uh, you shouldn't do that as look good for you. Um and then another one um guy named Showtime. He's a one of a good photographers here in Atlanta. He's now based in Miami, um, called Next Level Image. They between the two of them, you know, just talking to them both and you know, Showtime he does all my photos, so any photos that you see, you know what I mean, are pretty much from him. And they're just like, you know, you have the face for everything, you know what I mean, you can have the body to anything, less changing up. And I've always wanted to be, um, you know, I, I never wanted to stick in between that that big, that booty modeling, vixen type scenario. I always wanted to do something different like hair and fashion and, you know, simple sexy and things like that. I never wanted to stick between being the, the booty model type. So, you know, just talking between the two of them, you know, they said, well, you want to do it, let's do it. Let's push it, let's get some photos, let's change how you do certain things, let's change your image, just a change bit, um, and let's do it. And, you know, once you have people that are behind you to push you to do it, it's nothing to do, you know, it's nothing to it but to do it pretty much. I hear that. So let me ask you this. So, well, not ask you, I want you to tell the listeners, because I've tried to explain this between a booty model, print model, just explain to the people the different type of models because they seem to want to listen to the boss man. Since you are in it and do it, can you explain to the people what's the difference between booty model, Victor model, print, you know, classy, little seductive? Can you just break it down for my listeners who don't want to listen to me? Um, a booty model is just pretty much what it is. Um, you know, it's just showing off. You know what I mean? Your butt and your pretty much your curves. Um. A Vixen model is pretty much, you know, they do videos here and there. They're more of the sexy, seductive type, you know what I mean, but they kind of like, they kind of all fall in the same category as a booty model, pretty much, in my eyes. Um, You have your high fashion slash sexy models who do, you know, urban clothing, urban fashion. Uh, They show skin, they show a little bit of, you know, booty here and there, but it's not, that's the, not the main focus. The main focus is selling the clothes, selling the fashion. Um, simple sexy is, you know what I mean, pretty much simple sexy. 
something like something in type of GQ, what Beyonce did. You know what I mean? Certain things like that, some simple sexy type of situations. Nothing to be like, oh, my gosh, she's a slut. But, oh, my God, I wish I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody can take a picture with their butts out with a thong. No one can do, you know what I mean, simple things as, you know what I mean, Beyonce did when she was in GQ. Um, And, I mean, it just, it all falls, they kind of all fall in the same category. It just depends on how you represent it. Like, a white girl can pose naked and it could be something uh, artistic and, and nudie. And it just depends on all on her pose. A black girl can do the same thing, and she's a butt model. You know what I mean? Or she's a vixen. So, I mean, it just all depends on who you're targeting, if you're targeting uh, the urban crowd, or if you're going for the GQ, the, the you know what I mean, the wider crowd. Um, you know what I mean? It's just all about how you present yourself and how you want it to be labeled. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. I'm glad you broke that down because I've tried to break that down here before. The people just don't want to listen to me about it. I guess because I'm a guy. I guess they'll say, oh, well, yeah, he don't know, but whatever. I, I mean, know. everybody and sees you- it differently. Everybody definitely sees it differently and have their own opinion on how you, you know what I mean, how it looks. But, I mean, it is what it is. Either you showing skin or you not. You either posing bent over or you posing bent over with clothes on. You know what I mean? It's all a difference. It's all about how you present it pretty much. Yeah. And see here, what gets you in trouble here is just butt bare, nothing at all. You can show skin, but it can't just be just nothing but booty. <laughs> That's what gets you in mm-hmm. trouble around here when it's just nothing booty. So right. that's why that's why, that's where it gets us in trouble on, on our ears when it's just nothing but booty and just and yeah and nothing just you know what's also been, been the blurred lines per se is how now we've gone from exotic dancers to pole artists to strippers to just mm-hmm. whatever it's the same thing I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but, 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 you know what's been, you know what's the new thing? We're models. I'm like, you know, you're a stripper. <laughs> you know? I'm, yeah. It's like, no, you're a stripper. No, no, I'm a model. I'm an exotic dancer. I'm a pro artist. I'm a, no, you're a stripper. Right. Either one thing is not the other. If you're going to be and that's what you're going to be, if not, then you need to change your profession. You know, so. Uh, now, <laughs> take professor for those a model? Yes. But it does not make you a model. What is your main source right. of income? The brass pole. Right. Uh, but, and the only reason why I'm people serious. know you is because of that. Yeah, no, it's... It's on the people. No. A photographer will only notice you if they're in the strip club and see you dancing the way that you do. If you know what I mean, if that's your profession, they don't mm-hmm. see you as model material. They see you as, hey, I can get X, Y, and Z to do A, B, and C. You know what I mean? So it's not like, yeah, no. Yeah, 
Well, before you go, <laughs> Eve, I, I want to share a story with you, Eve, before I could get to get the Cater body. I was at a sports bar here, here in town, mm-hmm. and a young lady gave me a card. It says she's a she's a pole artist. I just, I just laughed. No, it is. I will. I will say that it is a difference uh, between you know what I mean, being a stripper and being a pole artist, because some dancers don't know how to work a pole, and some pole dancers know how to work a pole and never have to take their clothes off, and that's all they do is work a pole. So there is a difference. It sounds funny, but it is a difference because there's some strippers that don't know how to even swing on a pole. And then there's some dancers who all they do is work the pole. They make their money off that, and they keep it pushing. Well, That's a profession. Why? Some girls take I classes to walk on the pole. I threw her card away because I was just like, what? No, oh, no. No, uh, you're not getting on the show. I don't know if I to talk to you. I got to <laughs> know about your show. Like, yeah, I said you pole artist. She might be able to tell you some things you didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, and I have to hear from my sponsors too and my bosses. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, see, I have regulations around here. I have yeah. to answer to other people, sponsors and bosses. How do I explain that? Well, I had on a pole artist. What the hell is that? I think she was yeah. a damn stripper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, everybody has to answer. So I mean, hey, you they win some, they lose some. Gotta learn how to choose yeah. a profession. Yes, indeed. Well, Eve, it's been good to have you on the show. We'll keep. Well, thank we'll you so much for keep, having me. We'll definitely keep an eye on you. See what you got going. You know, let, let hit us up. We'll have you back on. We got some, got some more stuff going on, okay? All right. All right. You guys have right. a good one. Thank you so much. No doubt. And that was Eve Alexander. Everybody be joined by young lady doing a thing, Cater the body movement, trying to get people fit, trying to show people the way to fitness. We're now joined by Cater the body. Kay, what's good with you? Nothing much, just relaxing, chilling, and staying fit as usual. <laughs> Well, congrats on your graduation. I saw that you graduated. Yes, I just graduated sports management. Nice. Getting into the sports management. You want to be an agent then? I could be if I wanted to, but I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to school for nutritional science because I want to do more nutrition work, but if I... If I want to dabble and be an agent, I could, you know, if I if I feel the need to, I would go ahead and dabble into that. Yes, indeed. As I asked uh, Eve, so are you? I know, I know you get your workout on, but do you play in any sports? Um, I've played basketball before. I've also run track, and um, those are the only two sports that I've done. I've tried out for volleyball, but that was an epic fail. But um, as far as sports that I played I, when I was in high school, I played a small forward in, in um, basketball, and then I ran um, in track 
So I did distance, and then I also did, like, 400s and 400 hurdles and stuff like that. Nice. So as I asked Eve, uh, what sport did you like the most? Which one are you into the most? What were you into the most? I like chess the most because um, it definitely pushed me mentally because it's like an individual kind of sport. See, with basketball, it was like a team. Like, you know, you had the team. But when you're on that track and that gun goes off, it's like you're by yourself on that lane. I mean, you're still with the team. You're still trying to get the points for the team. But when you're in that race, you're kind of by yourself. So it was um, something that pushed me to, you know, just either you want to lose or you want to try to get some type of points. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. My favorite sport was basketball. You know, I played basketball, football, baseball, tennis. Baseball, I was bored. At first, I, until I got to first base, I was bored. Because when I played first base, I was more into it. Tennis was cool. Football was, you know, was cool. Played a receiver. So, you know, so foot, football was my thing. And, you know, it's good. It, you know, it's you doing the tracking, and, you know, I, I see a lot of your work. You, you know, like you using a stadium, get, get, getting, getting your run on. So you are you on the stairs or on the track in the stadium? So is, is that mean, how you train? Well, when I do my groups, I usually go out there because I can't have, like, a large group inside of the gym. But um, I just like to be in, out, you know, open settings because I've even gone and did it in hallways of um, schools. So as long as it's just, like, open space, then I could pretty much train. Um, you know, I could have people use their own body weight, so we should use each other for tools. Then um, I like the stadiums because stairs are really good, especially a lot of girls. They always, oh, I want nice legs and, you know, nice backsides. So the stairs are, you know, really good for that. And then also I have them on the track, too, because I try to, Get them out there running and just get that cardio in, stuff that a lot of girls probably, you know, aren't used to. They they don't even, you know, run unless it's to save their life. So to see them out there pushing themselves is I like to be in that kind of space. And then, like I said, I love track, so it makes me feel at home when I'm out training them in that area. And when you're training someone, you know, I've always been one for competition that makes it more fun. So do you all like have great competition? Who, who, which group can, you know, got run out there, you do a 100-meter relay or whatever. Do you all have some competition where you're trying to, or you're doing something, doing like a little playing catch? Like some, something to make it fun for them because it, for me personally, as a former athlete, you know, now I'm on the radio side of things, if I'm not competing and doing something active, I don't want to do it. You get that same is that I get bored with it. So do y'all have any competition like to make it more fun for for the people who may not may lose motivation because it's just that same yeah. kind of mundane process? So how, how do you go about that? Well, we don't really. I don't really have competitions or anything like that. Um, maybe maybe that's something I could incorporate, but I really don't do that because. I'm dealing with females, and, you know, some people do, like, you know, competitions, and some people feel intimidated, and I'm not trying to intimidate anybody, so I kind of have it more like family-oriented, where you're together, everybody's pushing each other. So um, 
I don't think it gets boring. First of all, I'm full of life, so I don't think any of my training sessions will ever be boring. But um, it, I haven't heard of anyone say that they got bored. Like, we just get out there. I'm always pushing them. So they kind of, like, in competition with themselves, if anything. So, yeah, I don't have yeah. them doing competition. Okay, yeah, I know, like, you know. I know sometimes people tell me all the time, like, boss, I'm going to the gym, same old process, and, you know, and I get bored, and I'm like, I understand. Well, gyms get boring. Gyms get boring. To me, even I don't stay in a gym. If you look on my page, I do things like aerial silk, which, you know, you see in circus acts. You see those people that doing things like that. I do yoga. I do Pilates. I do a lot of different things, boxing. Like, I cannot stay in the gym and just be a gym head. I'm nothing against anybody who, you know, does that. But the gym, to me, gets boring, too. You see the same machines all the time. You see the same things, okay? You even got it with people doing silly tricks and all kind of stuff on the machines. And it's like, <laughs> and I just don't like going with all the testosterone or guys surrounding you. And it's just like, I don't, yeah, I don't kind of, I'm not a gym head. So I like to be out. I like to explore because fitness is definitely something that's not boring. It's beyond just going and just working out. It's something you want to do for your health so that you could be able to live a longer life. It's, you know, we're not going to be able to know what we can be diagnosed with in the future. But if we could prevent a lot of things just by taking our health more serious, that's the message that I kind of like to portray. Um and, you know, just making fitness fun because it's, it's really not boring. Like, I really have so much fun with the stuff that I do. And my girls, they usually have so much fun. And even guys have started coming out, too, and they enjoy it. So Nice. Let me ask you this. What, what triggered you to this path of the Cater Body Movement? What, what? What got you to the point you are to say, hey, this is what I want to do now. I want to this fitness, I want to get, get people involved, and, and what made you want to be fit as you are now? Well, like I said, I've always been active. Um, I even worked in the gym when I was, like, 17, so I, it was always around me, but as far as me saying, oh, I want to do this, that's not, you know, what it came to. I wanted to be a coach originally, and that's still where I call myself. I don't even like people calling me a trainer, like, because I'm not a trainer. You know, I'm, I don't like to be called a trainer. I am a coach because this is something that I would like to coach you through so that you can incorporate and have it for a lifetime. So what got me into it is really like it was thrown on me. I had a lot of people that would tell me, oh, you have a nice body, or when I would be working out, people want to work out with me. So it was like, I don't know. Like it was just like, I guess, okay, well, hey, if they trust me enough for this, and then I started seeing results, and then it was like, well, maybe this is my calling. Maybe this is something that I'm supposed to do instead of, you know, and the other things that I want to do. So I still can do whatever it is that I, you know, wanted to do before, but I'm more passionate about this now, especially with my grandmother having cancer and just, just you know, wanting to be able to help people. Like, it, it's just it's a, it's a great feeling to be out there seeing these girls get their results, seeing them, you know, get their confidence and they could come to me and be, like, very, very low and, you know, walk out feeling like Beyonce. Like, it's just, I really, I really love what I do now. And it was kind of thrown on me. Like, it was my gift. So 
I didn't wake up and say I wanted to train or, <laughs> you know, do this. It was like people just started following me. That's why I call it the K-Body Movement. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, I had a conversation with a person yesterday, actually, about this. Uh, she's a she's a young lady. You know, she's I say five, 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 six. She's over two hundred pounds, but I'll try to explain to her. Don't get someone's caught up in your number, but being healthy because I'm just gonna put it out there. She has a she has a lot of gifts that the Lord gave her. You know, and it's not disproportionate or anything like that. It's just, you know, she's a lot of butt, hips, thighs, breast, you know, and I had to try to explain to her that, hey, these things weigh more than if you had nothing. You know, you can't really get caught up in the number, per se, because the bodies are made different and you have more mass because of what blessings you was bestowed upon. So you run into that where women who get caught up in almost the number of their weight and rather just eating healthy, being healthy, being active and losing sight losing sight of that, not considering the fact that, you know, their bodies dictate that they're away a certain just because of what they naturally have on them. So how how do you come back there when you have a lady in your group who kinda of has that mindset right there? Well, I kind of always tell them the same thing. Like, you know, don't focus on the number because it's not about what you see on the scale. It's more so about how you feel. How do you feel about yourself? And then if you're wanting to lose the weight, don't lose it because of what, you know, is saying on a scale. You know, you want to lose it mainly because that's something that you want to do for yourself. You want to see yourself more healthy. You want to make sure you don't have, you know, high cholesterol, high you know, sugar diabetes, all this kind of stuff that you could, you know, possibly end up with. So if you're going to do it, do it for yourself. And I try to tell them, you know, all the time that they're beautiful and it'll it's a process. Like, you know, it'll come down if you want to come down because, yeah, there's girls that have, you know, big boobs, big butts or whatever, all that kind of stuff like that, and still – you know, they're not so healthy. It may look good, but it's not so healthy. Like, they can come down. They can't help the fact that they have big boobs and big butt, but if they want to come down some, like, you know, then it's more, like you said, for a healthier purpose. Like, I, I push the fact of it being more health-driven than so much uh, vain, like, you know, because you want to look a certain way or you don't like the way the number on the scale looks, you know, just it's more of a feeling. Like when you get out there, when you wake up, do you feel more energized? Do you feel like you can tackle your day better? Do you you don't feel so sluggish? Do you, you know, how do you feel as far as health wise, rather than other the other stuff that you know us ladies get caught up in? And another thing I want to bring up with you as you being a coach is the quick fix schemes, like these wraps and these teas and these shakes that. Tell you you drop all this weight these many days and drive it skippy. I'm like, okay, you think you can sit on your butt, do nothing, and just lose weight? That's not realistic, you know. Or you can just wrap some around your stomach, sit there, drink a shake, and lose weight. You know, I feel like too many people are looking for a quick fix rather than a a I call it a longer fix, a fix that will last, like a solid plan to actually eat and be healthier. And how do you help yeah. the ladies who join up with you 
formulate a mindset and a plan for the eating or the exercise plan. And for those who just have not heard how to do this, what do you have advice for them for a simple plan you can give them to try to get them started that they will stick to and not lose lose sight, lose focus because they're frustrated to it. Something to keep them on the path of healthiness. Well, I always uh, tell them to start off slowly. Like, you can't start off throwing yourself in, I'm going to cut all this stuff out. It's like you're setting yourself up for failure. And I always tell them that if you're looking for a quick fix, then this is not, you know, this is not the movement you want to be a part of because I'm not for quick fix because when you do quick fix, you go right back. You go right back to where you started from, and then it just puts you in this mental space that you don't want to be in. So along this journey, there's going to be times that you want to see results a lot faster than what you're, you know, than what they're seeing. And I understand that, but I keep, you know, pushing them to say, okay, well, in the end, when it's all said and done, you will look back and you will look at, you know, all the stuff that you've gone through to be where you are in that moment. So I tell them small things like, you know, cut out soda, you know, slow it down that way, start to increase your water, start, you know, taking out sugary drinks and take off fried foods, you know, the basic kind of stuff, lower your starches or, you know, switch over the whole wheat and try to eat cleaner. Like, you know, start there because the majority of it is with your diet. Once you can kind of like get that under control, then the weight, will it will come down the way you want it to, especially if you're putting the work in. But if you're putting in the work and you're just going to go ahead and go to McDonald's, then you're not going to see what you want to see. So I always tell them that it's, a process because the biggest issue is always with eating because we're used to eating a certain way and to lead that way and to adopt, you know, a healthier way of eating is like a shock <laughs> and it's sometimes, you know, overwhelming. It's like I don't think I can do this. So I try to get them off slowly. So it's a process. In the beginning it's kind of slow, but I, I know what I'm I'm trying to get them in the in the mental space because once I get to their mind mentally, then the weight becomes easy for it to drop. But if I don't have them where I need them mentally, then it's going to be harder. And all my success stories, they've all been able to master that, get to where they need to be as far as eating healthier and knowing that if they, you know, mess up, it's okay. You don't beat yourself up. You don't get stressed out and then go ahead and just start eating more and more of my stuff because you feel bad that you did it. No, you just take it. Okay, I messed up this day. Tomorrow I'm going to do better. And you do it. Like, you don't sit there and tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. So you just actually do it. So I wing them off slowly. Sometimes I do, you know, detoxes or I tell them to do some you know, juicing, sometimes liquids, or I have them take meat out their diet. Sometimes I do get a little strict on them so that I can jumpstart their, you know, get their metabolism to start going because detoxes are good for that kind of stuff. And um, I just, you know, play around with their diet. So it's really diet and exercise is what's going to be key to losing the weight and keeping it off. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. So, uh, uh, what what's some products you got coming up for the summer and here? Because the summer is coming out real quick. So, what's the stuff you got planned and coming up for for K the body and K the body movement? 
Okay, so this summer I will be linking up with another guy whose name is Jay the Body on Instagram. He's based out in Jersey. So we're going to be doing a boot camp together, both in Jersey, and then I'm going to try to get something started in Central Park in Manhattan. And then I also will be networking with some people to um, push as far as my my clothing. Like I want to get that started on my sports bras and get back in that direction that I started, but then I had to stop. Um, so I want to get back into that. So those that's what my focus is going to be this summer is trying to get some apparel for the, you know, the ladies. I'll start off with the ladies first and um, then see how that goes, and then I'll be able to produce more stuff for, like, males and stuff like that. But for the summer, it's mainly going to be boot camps. Maybe I might have, like, a, a you know, a, rain, a running camp, like, where I teach people how to run 5Ks, start them off slowly to where they can be confident and know that if they ever wanted to do a 5K, they could do it. So that's going to be my summer, basically, <laughs> networking yes, and camps. <laughs> yes, indeed. So on the clothing lines, it'll be based for, you know, thicker women, the plus-size women, or for all women. Cause, you know, that's I wanted a big all thing women that... because uh, I wanted to do, like, all-size women because in the when I first started it, what I didn't like is that I couldn't find different sizes, like, you know, because – I have some girls who were busty, and they couldn't fit them. So it's like I want to serve everybody. I want everybody, you know, walking in their little cater body or whatever, you know, support. I haven't figured out exactly what I want to put on this stuff, but I'm going to go up and I'm going to network with some people because I have um, one of my good homegirls who's in graphic design. Her name is uh, the, the Creative Era on Instagram as well, and she does, like, she did her own clothing line with, like, bow ties and uh, apparel as far as sweatshirts and sweatpants. She gave that a rest, but she's become a consultant who are, like myself, wanting to get started in that direction and don't know where to start or, you know, where to get the stuff from. So I'm going to link up with her and get up there, and we're going to get started. So uh, I'll keep everyone posted if they look on my social media or my Instagram or go to my website, you know, www.kthebody.com. If they go on there, then I will be able to keep people more abreast. And they have to give me time too with the website because the website is like still in in progress, like trying to work it out. (laughs) It's up, but it's not how I want it to be yet. So, yeah. We definitely understand that well. Well, you got it here first from K the body. So K, as I tell you, it's been great to have you on. The knowledge you bestowed on listeners and myself has been wonderful. And like I said, if you need something down here in the ATL, feel free to contact me in the show and we'll make it happen for you, okay? Yeah, they need to put together a camp. I don't live too far. I need to put a, together a camp so I can come down there and K the body herself. <laughs> I can come down there and have, like, a camp there, too. Probably, I love Snow Mountain Park, so I wouldn't mind doing that. Well, me and you can talk about that off the air. You know, it's something we make and sponsor up a live broadcast from a a Cater Body Boot Camp live broadcast, and I could commentate on the let me not do that today. Everybody <laughs> give me the off the air. I'm going to get the off the air if I comment on the bodies. If I throw me off the air for that, I might say something I shouldn't Because, oh, right. <laughs> you know, I, okay, 
I'm a comedian too, so I have to on the radio. I'm I have very to action. So when I'm doing comedy shows, I'm unfiltered. But sometimes on the radio, I have to I have to think before I speak on the radio. Because I don't want to get a fine from the FCC. So if I come in live on you all's uh, camp that I would sponsor or whatever, I would have to be very careful because I have to separate the radio filter and the unfiltered comedian filter. You know, yeah. I fight a battle when I'm on the radio every day. I fight a battle in my head. It's like unfiltered, filtered, bad boss, good boss. It's the battle in my <laughs> head is one of the kind of people. You just don't know. But people ask him all the time, well, when I come to your comedy shows, you just unfiltered. Yeah, I'm going to come up with the FCC. <laughs> on the radio, I do. <laughs> I might get fine. Yeah. You know, I, I can't come off. So the, is I this still on? Freak. Yeah, we're on. Oh. oh we're, we're, we're still on now. So, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you stay censored then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying, you see, I am staying censored, people, see. Kay did not know yeah. that I did not turn off. Mike is still open here. It's all, yeah, <laughs> I am staying yeah. censored. I like I like my radio job with my DJ and a comedian job. I like my jobs. I want to keep my job. So, yes, I will be censored for the next 35 seconds. So, for all okay. you all. Listening to the Boss Man Show, there is Showcase at Eval Dental and Kato Body. Hope you enjoyed it. Yes. We'll be go begging. check out my Instagram page or go to my website, Kato Body. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And you're very welcome. And she has a body on her, I must say. Kato Body oh. has a body on her. <laughs> so there you go. So. She ain't saying that it is all busted and busted and flabby, people. It's actually solid. I I, I can attest to that. Because if one oh, shouldn't God. be on the air, whatever. <laughs> nah, you, you you are K nobody. You won't be on the air. You're a fraud. But no, it's not a fraud over that solid people. She'll get you tight because she's tight and right, and she'll get you tight and right too. So yeah, people follow I get the show. Yeah, tight and right and shapely too. Like, cause I love when it's curved, but I like to when I mold out my babies. You don't have to worry about, you know, you'll be nice. Don't worry, you're in good hands. <laughs> yes, you can wear tight pants, tight jeggings without holes in them. They won't overstretch on you, people. You'll be okay, <laughs> okay. That's what's up. So, people, right. hope you enjoyed that. Kato Body, DVA's as the boss man. Hit us up, tune in, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Boss Man Show, that's how I'm connect the Boss Man Show, and we out. Big, you tell them. Peace. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know.